0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is Phillies today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, March the 16th. As we are back for another week of Phillies Today action as uh, we continue as a country to deal with the coronavirus crisis, the pandemic, as uh, the newest news. And that's what we'll get into today. We will um, find things to talk about as we go on uh, day-to-day, week-to-week. We still have to do a State of the Phillies show, which I promise I will do that for tomorrow's show. We haven't talked at all about the Astros cheating scandal. There's a lot of baseball-related stuff to get into as... You know, hopefully, we can provide some sort of a respite uh, for people as uh, baseball talk, and um, you know, as we can continue to hopefully um, provide some entertainment in a time that is not obviously the uh, the best of times, really the worst of times for for many of us. Something that is unprecedented in our lifetime. But um, today, I want to to just look at where we're at with Major League Baseball. Is a lot of news has come out over the uh, the weekend since the last time we talked. First and foremost, uh, spring training, as we know, has been canceled. For now, um, players have been sent home. Um, obviously, not all players are forced to go home, but it does look like a lot of players will go home. And um, the newest news, uh, originally, last we talked, baseball had, uh, had the hope of potentially playing or getting back in action in middle April. Um, that is absolutely not going to happen. Bob Nightingale put out a tweet uh, earlier in the day. that said MLB commissioner Rob Manfred having a conference call at noon, advising all teams to shut down their facilities. Several GMs are bracing for a delay as late as July. Um, So obviously uh, later in the day, Nightingale said that the, uh, Conference, uh, the conference call uh, had uh, commenced that baseball would obviously not be starting on April 9th. They're still hoping for a 162 game schedule. I think that is just not going to happen, especially, um, when you get, uh, you know, thinking about potential for July. Major League Baseball released a statement from today. The, uh, uh, commissioner, uh, put out this statement. Commissioner Robert D. Manfred Jr., Conducted a conference call with the 30 clubs of Major League Baseball following last night's newly updated recommendations from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. CDC restricting events of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. The opening of the 2020 regular season will be pushed back in accordance with that guidance. MLB will keep fans updated on the decisions regarding plans for the 2020 schedule. In the days and weeks ahead, the clubs remain committed to playing as many games as possible when the season begins. We will continue to monitor the ongoing events and undertake precautions for the best practices recommended by public health experts and urge all baseball fans to follow suit. MLB extends its best wishes to the individuals and communities who have been affected and impacted by the coronavirus. So um, now um, uh, it is, uh, as we know, uh, expect baseball to not start for a long time. I mean, eight weeks, that minimum puts us into May uh, if we're looking at that. And then, you know, I think uh, as Nightingale alluded to, potentially July for a start of baseball, I think you have to also factor in the fact that players are going to have to get some spring training in before the season starts, um, you know, which you figure at least will be a couple weeks. So maybe even if they can get back in action early June, mid June, at the best case scenario um, that, you know, you're looking at, at June or July, certainly at the earliest June for baseball, to start, which also makes it extremely unlikely that they will get anywhere near a 162-game schedule, even if they play some double headers and whatnot. You know, you think about it. I you mean, know, I think we're far more likely on track for a hundred or an 80-something-game schedule. You know, I, I think that's the most realistic thing to look at here when you look at this, and um, really changes the whole complexion of the season on so many levels. I mean, you think about. Things like uh, innings limits for pitchers. And and again, this is not even taking into account the, the shortened spring training, the, the having to go back and ramp up and all that. There's so many factors that make it such a unique, obviously it is unprecedented, but such a unique situation for baseball specifically. Um, I do think that when games come back, they will probably start by playing with empty stadiums. Uh, I know that's what uh, NBA has been talking about. Potentially coming back in June and playing in empty stadiums is the newest word there. Either way, we are in for a, a long Long stretch here without live sports, which is, um, it's crazy to think about. Uh, again, I know I talked a lot on Friday about the importance of sports and culture, and that certainly holds true. And we'll do our best to, you know, not just talk about what's going on this season, but look back at some of the great Phillies seasons and try and have some fun talking about 93 and 2008 and that whole run from 07 to 11 and some of the greats. And, you know, there's always the classic sports discussions you can have. Uh, you know, who's our all-time starting nine and Philly's all-time starting nine. And we'll have some fun and, and try and, you know, entertain during this time. But when you look at the the stark reality of where baseball is at right now, um, I, I think July. I really do. I think maybe mid-June at best, but it's going to be a long time before we have baseball. And when you look at the repercussions, that, I mean, think about things like the trade deadline. You know, if you start a season in July, does that mean the trade deadline's pushed back? uh teams will have only played you know 30 40 games by the time a deadline does come even if it's pushed back maybe it's 50 60 games how do you assess that there's so many little tentacles of this and how it shakes out again i talked about innings limits for pitchers um you talk about guys where you know there are certain guys who just take time to get ramped up or certain guys who don't reach their peak till later in the season. It could be interesting though, from a, you know, a pitcher's perspective. I think that's really the most interesting is, is how much can you work guys? You know, if we talk about innings limits. Um, you know, no one's going to come close to their innings limits. That's for sure. I mean, a guy like it's interesting when you look at the Phillies, I mean, does this make them more likely to maybe give Spencer Howard more time in the major leagues, you know? And obviously again, this is all predicated on, Players having a spring training to to get ramped up for and to, to get ready and you know to be physically able to do what they need to do, but it really is a, uh, a again obviously unprecedented. But there are so many interesting facets to how this can go. I mean, if you let, let's take the the scenario that Nightingale put out there, and let's say baseball starts in July, let's say the beginning of July, and they maybe have a, a two to three week time, maybe from June m- moving forward to. To ramp up, to have spring training, to prepare, and all that type of stuff. I mean, think about it. I mean, you're talking July. That's a that's a potential 80 plus game schedule. Let's say a 90 game schedule. Maybe they throw some double headers in. You can find a way to get it to 100. Push it as far as you can. I mean, it is. Look, if it were a 100 game schedule, the last two seasons, the Phillies might have been a playoff team. It's really been September they've collapsed. But it's going to be, create such an interesting scenario. I mean. Um, playoff pushes, all that type of stuff. There'll be so many more teams involved, it'll be hard to fall out of it as quickly as you do over the grind of of, of a baseball season. The dog days of summer are going to end up being the you know, early to mid part of a season. It is really a, uh, it, again, it's going to create a very interesting dynamic for baseball. It's going to be a baseball season. And, and again, this is all predicated on things getting better. And, and this is such a fluid situation. I mean, you know, all these leagues are talking about hoping to start or MLB and or NBA and, and NHL. I mean, they might not have seasons left. I mean, it is entirely possible that we don't have a 2019-2020 a champion in the NBA or the NHL. I mean, that is on the table. I mean, baseball at least has the advantage of, of holding off its start, but eventually playing games and having a shortened season, at least we can... And again, who knows? This is all fluid. This is all stuff we don't know. But... You know, baseball, you hope at least can find a way to to get a season of sorts in, but when you look at at just the the way the situation is, it really is um, it's so fluid. And let's hope that baseball can come in. You think about the the what it means, though. It really is just a, a crazy sprint to the finish if that happens you know, the first half of the season is becomes the second half. It is, uh, it's it. I mean, all-star game. Do we have an all-star game? Uh, probably not, you know? <laughs> when are you going to have an all-star game? In, in early September? I mean, there are so many things that we've become so accustomed to. The trade deadline is is a really fascinating one for me as we've talked, you know, and we'll talk about the state of the Phillies, but the Phillies had made it clear prior to all this stuff that, you know, they'll they'll go over the luxury tax, but they'll only do it, you know, at the trade deadline. And, and if they're in it and stuff, I mean, that's theoretically out the window now, right? And, Will there even be a a trade deadline of sorts? You know, what does that mean? You know, how can teams even be out of it by then if you're going to do a trade? If you have a, let's say you have a 90-game season, to make it an easy number that is realistic, you know, a 90-game season, Um, you know, teams play 45 games, 50 games, and then how many teams will actually be out of it? Practically none when you think about how short that is and how short is left, So in a lot of ways, look, it's going to create a really compelling race, I think. You know, it'll be something where obviously so many teams will be in it. It'll be fun from that perspective. But it also creates a situation where it's really hard to know where you stand. It's really hard to know whether it's worthwhile to – to add players or, or what you want to do as a team you know a team that maybe isn't the best could get out to a hot start and then all of a sudden they're they're in prime position for a playoff role you know i mean again look a couple years ago that Phillies team was in first place through august you know that'd be a team that would have made the playoffs under the the guidelines we're talking about so it really is a uh it's really hard to figure out how this is going to play out and what it's going to make a major league baseball season appear to be. Right? I mean, it really is a fascinating, fascinating situation. And obviously, first and foremost, we you know we we worry about getting this under control and people being okay and and the least amount of people suffering from this. But um, just from a purely baseball perspective, it really creates a really interesting dynamic and um, you know a, a season where. It'll be really hard to judge who's in and who's out. It'll create a situation where, I mean, what do numbers mean? I mean, you know, the, the, someone could hit 400. Does that matter if it's in 80 games, you know, 90 games? Right? Obviously, it'll, it'll clearly have an asterisk on it. But, you know, all these types of numbers, I mean, we're going to have someone lead the league in home runs with 25 homers or something like that. You know, it really is a... Um, It's going to be a a, a fascinating study on baseball this season. One that when we look back, it's obviously there will be asterisks next to everything. But, um, you know, you're still playing the season. Someone's still, uh, hopefully, someone's still ultimately going to be the World Series champ, theoretically, right? And what does all this mean? When will the World Series be played? Are they going to push the season back? So you're trying to play the World Series in, in November, deep into November? You know, I mean, how feasible is that? With the weather and all this type of stuff, they're just... It is. Um, it's one of those things where I think a lot of fans are like, "Oh, you know, it'll be fine. Just get back out there and play baseball as soon as you can, and it all get figured out and all that." But there are so many facets to this that that are really difficult from a logistic standpoint. Again, how many games do you play if you can't start till mid June or July? How many games can that be? How many doubleheaders can you actually play without wearing teams out too much? I mean, um, you know, how deep can you make the playoffs? How deep will that go? How long can you play? And then all the, the factors that we talked about, the trade deadline, when can that happen? Can teams really know if they're in it or out of it? I mean, one of the things that makes the trade deadline compelling is that there are teams that are out of it and willing to trade players. I mean, teams are going to have to make some tough decisions. You know, you could be a team that's, you know, a game or two out, but you have to look at it and say, hey, we're not good enough, we need to make moves. You know, I mean, it's going to be just fascinating from that perspective as, as it is an unprecedented situation that no one has dealt with before. So um, look, I think the cream will rise to the top. Ultimately, I think the best teams will um, get there, but let's talk about a team like the Dodgers who a couple years ago had that horrendous start to the season. It was mid May before they started rolling. How about last year's world series champion? The Washington nationals were a bad baseball team through May. And then they were the best team in baseball for the rest of the season, but if you are a, if you start the season in July, beginning of July, if you're a bad baseball team through the middle of August, you don't have much time to make it up. You don't have much time to say, hey, we're going for it, we're, we're going to compete and we're actually going to make moves to compete. There's so many factors here that just make this the most, um, obviously unprecedented, but also in a lot of ways a very compelling season, but also one that... Really raises a lot of question marks about how we look back at it, legacy wise, history wise. It's going to be a season that is, you know, almost its own little time capsule where, you know, you can't really take anything too seriously. But at the same time, someone, and again, this is all predicated on the fact that they actually play a season. Again, I have not, I don't think anyone can say they know what's going to happen. I mean, again, just to put it in perspective. One week ago today, they were playing basketball games with fans in the stands. One week ago, two days from now, they were still playing basketball games with fans in the stands, hockey games with fans in the stands. And now we're at the point where, you know, we, we seem on the verge of, of potential nationwide lockdowns at points. You know what I mean? Where, where people are still going out to bars and all that stuff. But I know in Philadelphia, they're shutting down all the restaurants. You can't go out to eat, you can only do takeout. I mean, grocery stores have been just ravaged. I went to the grocery store today, and it was just a disaster. There's nothing left on the shelves. I mean, we are quickly heading to a point that none of us have ever seen. We're already at a point where none of us have ever seen, and we're quickly heading towards even more craziness and more uncertainty. And how it applies to sports is that we really have no idea. We have no idea what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. But assuming they can have a baseball season, which, again, I think is what You know, the teams are assuming and you know, assuming that we can flatten this curve and find a way to make it acceptable to have a baseball season, because again, if if people keep getting sick, if people don't adhere and look, maybe it comes to a point where there's a lockdown and we're forced to not go out and all I mean again, who knows? Who knows? And how it affects baseball is obviously very low on the list of important things here, but it's also what we're talking about and what we focus on as lovers of baseball. It's something that does matter to us. Um, I don't think we have any idea how it's going to play out. We don't have any idea um, who will will who will be able to play at any point. But let's assume they can play. You know, then in July or whatever. I mean, it's just a a, a really unprecedented season where you know again a, a team can can lead the division with a, a fifty five win type of season or something you know I mean who knows it's 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 absolutely crazy to think about and again from legacy perspective from history perspective it's just going to be such a outlier but again I do think that from a purely Phillies perspective and again you know this is low down on the list of important things right now but when you look at it from a Phillies perspective I do think it helps a team like the Phillies I think it gives them a better chance because uh, first and foremost, a guy like Spencer Howard maybe can give you more. Maybe he can be a bigger part of the season. Andrew McCutcheon can get healthy, get ready for the start of the season. Um, it also, I, I just think it kind of evens it out a little bit. You know, the, the thing about a great team like the Dodgers, who are, I think when you look at the National League, without question, top to bottom, organizationally the best team in the National League. It's not close. <laughs> they go out and add bookie bets this offseason. Um, but when you look at a team like the Dodgers, one of the biggest things they have going for them is that they are just so incredibly deep. They can just rotate guys in and out. They bring guys up from the minors. They're so deep that depth is something that is super important over a 162 game season, over an 80 game season, over a 90 game season. It mitigates it a little bit. It really does. You know, I think that a team like the Phillies and and you know similar type teams that have some talent our team that should compete that we coming into the season thought could be a, a team that could compete for a wild card spot for sure. Maybe, you know, who knows what could happen. Um, I think those are the teams that are really helped by this. Um, and again, you know, no one's helped by this. Obviously I don't want to make it seem callous or, or whatever. Cause that, that's not the point of what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying when you do look at it from a rational perspective as a, a baseball fan and looking at where the Phillies are, I think the Phillies are probably a team that that gets helped by this. They don't have that same depth. They can't, whether the type of injuries or, or whatever that a grind of a 162 game season is inevitably going to, to have with it. Um, so I, I think for the Phillies, this is something where it kind of levels their playing field a little bit, gives them a better chance to, to get to the playoffs and make a run, especially because who knows that if you can make it to the playoffs, teams are fresher, pitchers are fresher. It's a whole different ball game. It really is. It's, it's a, again, it is unlike anything we've ever seen from a baseball perspective, as we've discussed, um, You know, you think uh, 1994, really, the only season they didn't finish that season, the only season I can think of that had a 100-ish game-type season where they shut down because of the strike. Um, You know, and and the Montreal Expos were on their way to winning the World Series that year, and and the season shut down. They were the best team in baseball when it shut down. Um, But I do think that this is the kind of thing that levels the playing field, both in terms of, of less games played means more variance, means the opportunity for more teams who might not have made the playoffs before to make the playoffs, and also for teams that are maybe not as deep as prepared for the grind of a 162 game season, those are the types of teams who benefit from this, and the Phillies squarely fall into that category. So, um, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be fascinating to see how this this baseball. And again, it, I, I feel like I have to couch it, but it is it is the truth. It is way low on the list of important things to think about right now, but. We are talking baseball. That's what we do here, and we talk Phillies. And I think from the Phillies' perspective, it does even it out a little bit. I think when they get back at it, you should have a healthy McCutcheon. Spencer Howard can maybe give you eighty plus innings that that all matter. You know that aren't you know you don't have to go uh, half a season without him being involved. That's another question though. When you think about Spencer Howard, when you think about Alec Boehm, like what about service time? Right, that should be gone. Right. I mean, the fact that they're playing the certain amount of games that should be able to. You know, you don't have to keep him down until May. You could start the season with Alec Bowman and Spencer Howard on the roster potentially, right? I mean, um, and that's something that could help the Phillies. So there are so many facets to this that are, are really fascinating and interesting to think about um, from how it could affect the, the team you love perspective. And I think that as far as it goes, that this is the type of thing that levels the playing field a bit for the Phillies. So I think that, you know, when baseball does resume and we hope it's earlier than july but if it is something where we're talking about a 90 game season or, or somewhere in that range i do think the phillies are a team that benefits from that and i think a team like the dodgers who seem like a lot to win the national league yet again um i think it hurts a team like the dodgers because part of what and again don't get me wrong the dodgers are still better than the phillies like let's not let's be real just lineup wise pitching wise i mean the stars they have on that team they're better but more variance means more opportunity for a team like the Phillies, and there will be variants. I mean, there absolutely has to be. There are less games, less reason for depth. It's going to be fascinating to see the way this shakes out from that perspective. And again, this is all predicated on the fact that they actually do play games at some point. That's the scariest part of all of this: is we have no idea. There's so much uncertainty. Again, a week ago, people were going to games. You know, we were just starting to think, "Oh man, this isn't. This doesn't seem like this is a good thing." But you know, they, they were so playing games spring training games were rolling along teams were preparing for the start of the season a week ago one week ago so much has changed in this country in the sports landscape all that stuff it is all changed it has changed so who knows what's going to change over the next week over the next month over the next few months we don't know maybe maybe you know um Things get better. I mean, we don't know. Maybe people stop going out and there's, uh, you know, we get lucky. Maybe there's some sort of scientific advancement where they come up with some sort of vaccine or some sort of, you know, way to help or whatever it is. I mean, there's so many things we don't know. But right now, it looks like we're going to be waiting until July for baseball. That's just the way it seems right now. And if that's the case, it's going to be really fascinating to see how teams handle it how the league handles it, logistically speaking, what their plans are, and again, how it affects the way teams operate, how it affects the way the Phillies go about their business, who makes the roster, who they potentially trade for, if you can do that. I mean, I'm guessing it seems like the league is going to put a a roster freeze for now on players, which makes sense. Um, But, you know, when it all gets up and going, I mean, what do teams do to kind of prepare for, a season that is the stretch run. You know what I mean? I mean, that when you think about it that way, that's the craziest part. I mean, basically the entire season could be a stretch run, which is just insane to think about. Um, so again, so much is fluid. Who knows what's going to happen? Again, it seems like there's going to be a long time without sports. That's our new reality for now, and that's something we have to get used to. But um, we'll be with you. We'll, we'll talk about the way Again, tomorrow we'll talk about the state of the Phillies. We'll see kind of, you know, we've talked a little bit about each facet of the team. We talked about the manager. We talked about the lineup. We talked about the starters. We talked about the bullpen. We'll put it all together. We'll talk about the luxury tax, about where they're at, what it means moving forward as an organization. But I do think it is fascinating to see where this goes from a, um, you know, once we kind of get through the the next, you know, month, two months, whatever it is to kind of see where we're at. And then what baseball is going to do and then how teams adjust to what baseball is going to do is going to be really the the dominant story for for baseball obviously over the next few months and um obviously there won't be games again we were all ready for for the season to start i mean we would be a few days away from opening day 10 days away from opening day uh which of course is a bummer but that's where we're at that's what what it is And uh, it's going to be a long time without baseball. So, and again, we'll look, we'll find ways to fill the days when it comes to sports. We'll talk about teams of old. We'll talk about, um, you know, where they're at compared to other teams, what the rosters look like, all that type of stuff. But for now, it really is just fluid and up in the air, and we don't know a thing. So for now, I think the news of the day, Bob Nightingale saying could be July. And that is um, sobering and upsetting. But uh, again, way more important things going on, but still, we'll have to. Um, just take it as it comes and uh, hopefully try to still talk baseball and, and escape when we can and enjoy it when we can. But again, obviously stay smart, be smart, and try and get through this uh, as healthy and as, as quickly as we can as a nation. So um, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk about the state of the Phillies, where they're at. We still have to get into the Astros, the whole cheating scandal, what that means for baseball. Obviously, it seems so inconsequential now. But again, um, all we can do is try and provide a a source for people to get away from from. Things and, and hopefully have some entertainment in the meantime. And, and that was a dominant story of baseball all offseason. So um, we have not addressed that on Phillies today. So that's something we'll get into later in the week and a whole lot more. We'll find things to talk about. We'll do it together and, and hopefully get through this together. So until next time, thank you for listening to Phillies today, right here on the Phillies 24 7 network.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?